Hello. Welcome to Where Are We Going? We're, this is our third episode of our podcast that we've created, and this is a very special episode. This one, we are bringing in um, my uh, daughter. Oh, that's me. Hannah. That's me. Also, this is Magnus's sister. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me, everyone. So we, got, we got a little um family situation going on here family <laughs> reunion R- rowan's involved but we wanted to bring hannah in and while she was here um from philly yeah, yeah. visiting from philly Go and birds yeah, <laughs> shut up so, <laughs> so we could take a moment and have some time and conversation with her and one thing i think we need to uh address from the get go obviously you're my daughter uh but tell us a little bit about yourself what's going on in the world of hannah these days hannah what's yeah uh a lot kind of um kind of like to keep myself pretty busy usually have a lot of different projects going on so primarily um why would i leave the great state of florida well i'm sure there's a variety of reasons people would leave the great state of florida but mine just so happens to be uh going to graduate school I'm getting my PhD in philosophy right now, um, living in the city. That's been pretty interesting. That took a bit of time to just figure out on its own already. That's kind of in the world of Hannah is figuring out how you move from an island town, basically, or a coastal beach community to the fast-paced um, kind of Philly attitude that you experience. But it's been great. I've loved it. It's a unique new thing to get used to. Uh, other than that, um, I joined about a year ago a youtube channel where we do reaction videos never really knew there was a market for that but there is and it's been cool to cultivate a bit of a following there um in addition to that i just walk a lot of dogs watch a lot of dogs um try to take time for myself in between all that and um try to stay connected with people i care about but it's a lot that's that's what's going on in yeah. the world of Hannah, though. that's awesome and we're here again as usual with myself heather and magnus is um trying to keep us all in uh in tow here with um the uh, aesthetics and the sound and all of the things that you know are beyond our capabilities. <laughs> so mm-hmm. thank you for that, Magnus. And Rowan is here again. As what up? Our co another host of this. A tertiary host. Tertiary <laughs> host of our show. So um, I'm just the guy in the chair, really. The guy in the chair. <laughs> well, you are able to navigate both behind the scenes, but like in the scenes at the same time. <laughs> what do you mean on the scene? On the scene. On the scene. In the scene. In the scene, on the scene. But also behind you. So. Inter- Define on in the, the scene. scene. Part of the scene. Interwoven. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, let's just get down to business, I guess. We'll start with you, Hannah. All right. Okay. Would you rather go back in time to meet your ancestors or travel into the future to meet your descendants? Ooh, see, well, this question immediately implies that anyone who answers this question will have children, so we're going to suppose that that's the case. Um, that being said, I think I would still pick my my ancestors. Um, kind of proud of that Native American heritage, also that, like, I don't know, we got a little bit of German, a little Eastern European, a lot of cool stuff going on there. Um, I'd prefer that. I yeah. mean, is it possible that 
even if we had kids or something like at this age, they might not, I don't know, they might not survive <laughs> without the world going. Okay. So I think I would pick the ancestors. I want to see what's going on, especially the native ancestors. I feel like there's a lot of that history that's kind of just been like destroyed or really hard to get access to. Um, so I would love to see more of that um, and understand more of that history yeah. for sure. Okay. Rowan, what about you? I think I would pick... Not that I intend to have children, but I have a nephew. I would pick my descendants. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what I know about my family history. I don't have <laughs> anything blocking the way of that. Mm-hmm. So I would like to know more of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Well... I guess I would just go back in time and meet my ancestors because I think I would be scared to see what my children would look like and what my descendants would not like look like, but like what they would be like. Like, I don't. Why would you be scared? Why wouldn't you be scared? Why wouldn't anyone be scared to be in my position? Like, I really, I don't think if I keep going on the path that I'm going on, that my my descendants aren't going to get anywhere. And the descendants will be stuck in the same, like, loop, I guess, of just, you know, being down. And when you're not down, being overwhelmed. And when you're not overwhelmed, being down. <laughs> and when you're not in the above, you're sleeping because you couldn't sleep because of how overwhelmed you were <laughs> and because of how sad you were. And it's like, I don't want to see my descendants like that. So I'd rather just not think about it and go with what I already okay. know. I got a question for you, though. Do you think necessarily that your descendants will be the same as you if, you, I, if you're having that experience? I hope not. That's why I don't want to know. <laughs> okay. Interesting. I guess that Fair. wraps that up. I'm on the I'm I'm of the same mindset as Rowan with this though. I I feel like yeah, the ancestors were already there. They've already done what they've done and you know, we know what that is. I would like to see what comes forward, like what mm-hmm. fruit uh, you know, springs from the what what has been planted, what future hope is there and like how will things change and future generations Mm -hmm. that's so i would like to see my descendants cool all right let's go to the next question you ready well also i feel like god wait yeah really quick yeah something i feel like was not articulated in that question is is it the same amount of time back and forward like ah well there's a lot of parameters you could put on that you know because it could be how many generations forward or backward Mm -hmm. yeah right right generations years right something like that i don't know I feel like that like how makes far, the question. How far forward or backward would you go? That also does make it a different lens that you're looking through, right? That's true. If I could meet like my caveman descendant, I think I would actually choose that. Not my caveman ancestor. Over a descendant? Over a what caveman if, what if, descendant. Well, that's the thing though. Is like, what if it goes far <laughs> enough in the future that it actually turns it becomes out to be a caveman. Some, like, caveman <laughs> descendant, right? Like, it, if we're talking like 2,000 years in the future, like... Man, that could be like Star Trek or caveman or like anything. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> if it's my descendant, it is gonna be a caveman eventually. <laughs> ooga booga, ooga booga, ooga booga. <laughs> All right, I just had to throw that out there. I, like I just that. I was curious yeah. about that. No, that is technicality that, here. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. 
um, I kind of had that thought too, like how far are we going really yeah. when we think about that? So yeah, that is a, that's a good question to pose with that one. That's, that's what I get paid for is to just address one question <laughs> with like four more questions. <laughs> that's, that's what I, I often tell uh, customers when I talk about you, I say, you know, I used to get in trouble for asking questions when I was a kid. And now I go, of course I ask questions. I gave birth to a professional question asker. Exactly. <laughs> Some people say it's being difficult or being complicated. I say it's being thorough. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love it. Next question. You get to meet you from 10 years ago. What one piece of advice would you give yourself? It's not that serious. <laughs> that was easy. That was not that serious. Really fast. <laughs> well, I I'm, think that – oh, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I'm – gonna ask you to uh elaborate on that one yeah i was about to um i figured (laughs) yeah i'm always gonna be long-winded bro i don't know um she's lugubrious so i found no so apparently there's the loquacious loquacious lugubrious Lugubrious is morose morose and lugubrious implies morose lugubrious so you're loquacious yeah and i'm gonna let the uzi spit (laughs) turn his face into gooey shit um (laughs) I, it's not that serious in the sense that everything felt like my emotions were turned up like on a dial like all the way, whether good or bad, and everything felt a lot more serious than it is, or like things had to be like either really good or really bad, and if I was going to be happy, everything would be fine, and if I was going to be sad, I would be really sad, and everything would be terrible, or like if I really trusted someone, it was like I fully trusted them, and it's like not everything needs to be lived in extremes like that. And I think there's a lot to be said for like finding a nice middle ground for yourself and like being able to accept that, I don't know, sad things come and go. Happiness comes and goes. Life is more fluid and dynamic than that. And it not being serious is kind of it like not being like one way all the time. Like there's usually multiple layers to like a situation and like, that's like about your own internal life too. So like a way to address myself 10 years ago, that would be the advice is like, it's not that serious. Like, I yeah, I just think that I maybe put too much effort into worrying about what was or what should be um as if it would even it's like whenever you're like trying to pinpoint something and hold it down it immediately like flies away from you or like falls out of your hand like sand or something. It's like mm-hmm. life is just moving too much. You can't ever like pin down what's going on or what it means. So Ain't that the fucking truth? That's solid advice. Or ten years ago, yeah, I feel like uh-huh. I would have been the smartest 15-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real. All right. Um, so we're going around. Ding, ding, ding. You get to meet you from 10 years ago. What one piece of advice would you give yourself, Rowan? Let yourself believe in love. Mm. Not, not romantic love. Just the act of love. I have borderline personality disorder and I convinced myself for a long time that everybody was just going to leave me at the drop of a hat and that love is very conditional. And I mean, yeah, it kind of is, but not to the point that I was taking it. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I'm at that point in my life right now, and I think 22-year-old me would have benefited a lot from 
hearing that from 32-year-old me's mouth. Yeah. Mm. Would have saved me a lot of <clears throat> pain and hospital trips. I can see that. Yeah. Your turn, Magnus. I got to get... You... I gotta get so serious. Yes, yeah, you... I, I, I gotta hear this, bro. Ten I years ago, a very wait, hold serious up. <laughs> answer. When you were I eight do. years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You get to meet yourself from ten years ago. What one piece of advice do you give? It's. I know what my answer is. I just don't know how to word it very well. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll just start by explaining what I mean. So whenever I was eight, I was very close friends with the friend of mine who was transgender. And obviously everyone in this fucking room is um, transgender. So whatever. But she, seeing her be comfortable at, you know, just like when we played house, I was always the dad and she was always the mom because why would you let her be the the dad? That's not right. And I also just got big papa energy sometimes. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. You guys did. I yeah. love it when you call me big papa. Come on. <sighs> Anyways. Sorry, Remember, but... she even made that Valentine of you guys, and you had a suit. And I had she the had suit a dress. On. And I Aww. wasn't a guy yet then. Yeah, I wasn't, no. I didn't claim myself to no, be a guy No, you didn't. Yet. But she oh, drew you as she a guy. She felt that yeah, she energy. Drew you, uh, she knew. Emanating yeah. from you that manliness. She must have known. Yeah, because she drew a suit on you, remember? Mm-hmm. And it was, and you were like, ah, JJ and I are supposed to just be friends or whatever. And I wasn't even mad about the suit. It was you just were. being friends. It was like, like wow. we're just friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but back to my point. I kind of always knew, like, not that I mean that in like a, oh, you guys should have known better kind of way. Just like a, I think subconsciously or consciously, I always knew that I was supposed to be male and that, you know, now I am male, whatever, shit like that. But I guess if I had to tell myself one piece of advice is like, you know, you were right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you definitely like, knew. You, like, yeah, you're on to something, kid. Like, I remember this was when I was eight, and I remember I was on the way to school, and I just, I was crying because I kind of had this, like, breakpoint realization. I was like, wait a minute. This doesn't seem right. Like, I just, I knew something was wrong. And I just, I felt so wrong in my body. And then, like, ever since, it kind of has just been that way. Until kind of now, I guess. I'm definitely feeling a lot more, like, stable Yeah. in that sense. So I would just tell myself that you were correct. You were yeah. right. Yeah, you're on to You should have yeah. pushed forward with that, I think. Yeah, and you're people would have gotten kid. it a lot better. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's awesome. You knew. Believe. Yes. In yourself. Yes. <laughs> Trust your feelings about yourself. Trust yourself. Respect yourself. But learning that is hard, I think, for people in general. Oh, for sure. But especially in something that's, like, such a huge, like, realization to come to. That's got to be, like, extra difficult. Mm. I feel like it's hard for anyone to, like, be comfortable being themselves. It's, like, Mm -hmm. something everyone tries to, like, develop over time. Mm -hmm. So that's, like, a a greater hurdle. Everyone's like, oh, I have such a hard time, like, with myself. And I feel like it's like, oh, well, there's 
people have even like more difficult struggles with like not only like accepting themselves but like being seen too so yes mm -hmm. i can see why yeah that's the good advice to give yourself it's like nope future you has got it you got it <laughs> just keep going keep checking <laughs> yeah. right? like, it's worth it good absolutely i love you chet <laughs> i love you nerd <laughs> <laughs> you gotta answer your question now oh that's right so if i met myself from 10 years ago what one piece of advice would you give yourself <laughs> tell paul do not sell your dogecoin shares <laughs> <laughs> The end. Because <laughs> uh, we would be rich, bitch. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> you had Doge coins. He had mad Doge coins. <laughs> mad Doge coins. We would have been balling. Balling. <laughs> so we there was a little bit crying going on over here. <laughs> I feel like I heard this from everyone. Like so many people I knew had some experience with some kind of uh, like cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, whatever oh it was. God. Where there were there was always some. Oh, it was sadness involved. It was epic. <laughs> it was of epic volumes. So yeah, yeah. we were a little sad. <laughs> it was hitting at the right time or the wrong time. It's a very drastic difference. So. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to. Mm -mm. No, that's too weird to me. Yeah, so that—that's that, what I would sell myself. <laughs> Fair, pragmatic. Yeah, mm -hmm. looking back, like man, buy shares of Amazon. Yeah, right, yeah, right. <laughs> Financially speaking, there's definitely some things that could have been done that would have been valuable. <laughs> See, you all went all existential and beautiful, and I'm all like, don't sell those shares, man. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the third one? Yeah. Okay. The third this one. is our third question, by the way. Third question. What invention do you think has had the greatest impact on society? I feel like we're all going to have the same answer here. I feel like there's a standard answer, which mm -hmm. is fire. And we're going to go all Prometheus with that one, but oh, I can't. I can't do you that. You could. But I don't want to. Because okay. I don't, I feel like it's had the greatest impact, like maybe empirically, but mm -hmm. um, define empirically. <laughs> <laughs> don't turn my own tricks back on me <laughs> because you'll end up with me monologuing, <laughs> and you don't want like no. ten minutes of monologue about how we define empirical. No, don't, um, don't get, don't get her get a Philosophy history lesson. We're gonna go back <laughs> to Hume. We're gonna go back to David Hume and go from there, and it's just not gonna be a good time. And 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 everybody's gonna go. <laughs> Honk shoe, honk shoe. <laughs> the ship of Theseus. No, I don't want to hear anymore. You're haunted by my ship of Theseus rants. Okay. I am. I am. Um, I would say writing. I think writing has been the greatest. Uh, I think that there's different forms of developing ideas or mythology, religion, ways of tracking like social groups and movements and economies over like world history i feel like it was harder to do that when everything was oral histories um we still have ways of doing that and maybe it was like a bit more community oriented and fluid in that regard mm -hmm. so there's some benefits to that but i think the greatest impact on society in history yeah probably was writing and the early forms of that is like tally marks and things like that like 
any sort of externalization of the mind. I'm going to go extended mind here, but like to me, that's yeah. like the big thing. It's like externalizing the mind onto our own environment to track ideas uh, for more like of a long term. With that, we're able to develop more complex ideas. Well, that's what I was going to say because because when you know it's more transitory when it's just spoken because you when when it's spoken it then like evaporates so to speak yeah. but when it's written it's then concrete and then it's something that can be built upon um with you know the, what's written down that mm-hmm. you know that information's there so then it's like okay so we still have these facts okay then now where do we go from that yeah that and, was like the scaffolding thing i was telling you yeah, about the other night where it's yes. like you build a scaffold cognitively and writing is a scaffold it's a scaffold for the mind so yes. then you can draw from that and like develop a higher and higher ground from which to develop new ideas and where you're creating layers yep. to go you don't have to start yeah. from scratch every time absolutely <laughs> and like tell the story over again right like Oh, you have to retell your history to like your right. children over time. If like, you hadn't written down, right. you have to do that. You right. have to start from the beginning. Yep. And tell it all over again. And I feel like we get developed more of like a collective sense of history where it's like world history is kind of united in this way for any societies that have developed like writing. Because there's still like some histories that are primarily like oral histories. But from what we can like because then now there's even like people who do studies on oral histories and then like put those into writing. And I think right. that like part of that is a desire to like preserve things and have this longevity um two concepts because it makes them yeah more complex right. more long term and then there's like this kind of like global like communitarian aspect of it where it's like we're all this greater development of knowledge so what do you think like whenever we have writing as that thing that has collected it then i was also thinking like what then you know when we think of things like the internet and things um that give uh, such the an immersion <laughs> <laughs> the internet <laughs> and how it gives like this immersion of information so to like so to to bring everyone up to speed so to speak at a faster pace than one it was spoken two it was written three it is now electronic and it's like a faster you have faster um access to information so people are kind of up to speed yeah I think faster that- so are we going to have like a psychological evolution because or not of where knowledge is concerned because we'll start off with more knowledge sooner um maybe i mean like so if you compare like writing in general books looking things up with like the Dewey Decimal System right. and stuff and like how that. how long that would take you to It takes do. a long time to find what you need. Right. And you might not even find it. It might be in some yes. library that you don't have access to. That and happened, how do you know? That like happened now to me I look often up, when, I, when I would do research. Right. And now Just I'm, our generation. Yeah. As we sit here. Exactly. Now I look up on my like library website and it will tell me right. what libraries have the particular book I'm looking for. Right. And if there's like certain information I need that I can't get from like one particular source, there's a greater source that tells me where those things are. So right. I think there will be a psychological impact I'm not exactly sure how it will work out. I don't think it will be as grand of a leap as from non-writing to writing societies. Mm-hmm. Um, or it'll just be like a very different kind of leap mm-hmm. where it'll just be how we interact with information rather than like the longevity and like a like kind of, I don't know, universalization of that knowledge. Like like writing, it's like, okay, everyone's like, oh, wait, I can like create marks to indicate something. And usually it was just for like economic purposes initially, right. like oh, I, I gave someone, like, this many sheep or something like that right. and to keep track because it was, like, oh, I, like, it was to, like, ensure 
you know, contracts were maintained and things like this. Uh, but then people realized maybe from, from what I understand, <laughs> it seems like from there, people realized that this is like a very useful technology. Right. Um, and there were some protests to it in the past. Um, but yeah, I don't think, like I said, you're going to get monologues with this. So <laughs> um, I will cut the monologue short and say, will there be a psychological impact? You're asking. Yeah, probably. I don't think it'll be of quite the same nature. Um, but I mean, we're, it's in our lifetime so we can see some of the effects of that, at least in the short term. Yeah. Okay. I want to hear other people's responses, though. Yes. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing myself talk. Okay. <laughs> Rowan, what invention do you think has had the greatest impact on society? I'm going to be dead ass with every one of you here and all of you listeners. Fishnets. Wait. Fishnets that you wear on your legs. Mm -hmm. uh, All right. Uh, I think they do everybody a favor, regardless of gender or body shape, mm -hmm. and they're just. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm. I'm. I'm invested. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I just think it was a great service to the human race to invent fishnet leggings or tights or whatever you want to call them. Um, fishnets forever. Everybody should. Grab a pair and wear them because you're doing yourself and everybody who sees you a huge service. I like to feel like a fish that's caught in a net. I <laughs> love feeling like a fish that's caught in a net. A sexy fish that's caught in a net. I've, you know, I've, I've never taken it oh, there, Hannah. I'm like, I've never caught it in a net. I, I, oh. <laughs> Are you going to gut me and please. fry me for dinner? <laughs> Ooh, take me out to dinner first. <laughs> Nourish yourself with my flesh. Oh, my. <laughs> battered halibut. No. I'll show you a battered halibut. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Batter me. See, the image that comes to mind for me is like a very like traditional looking fish, like a trout or something at the mm -hmm. top. But it's got like legs that like fill in its fishnet like human legs to it, like at the bottom and <laughs> yeah, just like, like a up, reverse like, mermaid. Yeah, yeah, I would love to see that image. Photoshop. I thought the exact same. I'm glad thing. that we have this really? in mind. Oh, no, hey, with the fish really? caught in the net. <laughs> what is, like a what is your mind I see of a of a of the <laughs> my mind's eye? What is your mind's eye I see for the fishnets? A fish caught in a net. <laughs> I'm honestly just pick. Like picturing a giant fish body with legs coming out yeah. of its good, good tail area, and they're covered like in fishnets, and they're wearing like these the big, huge like stripper heels, and I'm all yeah, about it. Yeah. It's a reverse mermaid, and that's the best kind. I mean, and... that's 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 it. That's why it came to mind so quickly. Is reverse mermaid. Uh -huh. Yep, yep. Uh -huh. You gotta make the bottom look all like sexy and so you twenty thousand leagues under the sea, baby. And, and what color are those stripper heels? They're lilac. Red. I oh. thought black. I thought black as well. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> All right. We're Whoa. learning about each other. That's what <laughs> this is about. Do you know why I think of that? It's because I think of this one scene from SpongeBob where yes. Patrick has the yep. legs. Yes. <laughs> and he has the red stripper those, heels yeah. on. I said red. You said black. I mean black. Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking about your answer. <laughs> well, no, he does have those. Those. I know exactly. He the does have black about. stripper no, heels. No, he like leaps over everyone's big legs. Well, yeah, he does. He does do that. 
I don't know why I pictured like a lavender or lilac. See, like the contrast of the red stripper heels with the black fishnets. Right, right, and like right. the Sexy. green fish color. <laughs> it's Christmas. I'm <laughs> thinking like a deep green, like a like brownish like mm. trout. Yeah, that's like, what I'm basic, picturing. Like, like billy bass, like the wall yeah. ornament. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with legs. Take me to the river. <laughs> Listen, if you presented me with a reverse mermaid <laughs> in fishnets and stripper heels, I would say it's Christmas. <laughs> now I know Santa. what I'm getting you for Christmas. I'm so excited for December now. Like, you have no idea. What about Christmas in July? It's coming up. No. That's true. It's That's for you. It's because you're a fucking lizard and you love the sun. Whoa. And I hate that for you. Why do you want to be... Uh, why do you want to be vitamin D? and tasty when you, you can, can be, be pale, pale and pasty? <laughs> yes. Because I want to destroy my skin. She see? wants to zoom tan. I feel like, okay. I feel like I look sick without a tan. I feel like when I see photos of myself with tan skin, I feel like I look healthier, more mm-hmm. vibrant, happier, more alive. And I feel like paleness does not suit me. Okay. It's the vitamin D, baby. Okay. So. I am totally breaking podcast rules here. This is my question. This is like nothing yes. to do with any of this. Yeah. But do you think, Ben, you're going to keep this in because I'm telling you to. Do you think that you would be like an attractive old person? Like a, like a gilf? <laughs> what? Are you, asking, are you asking me or all of us? Everybody. Okay, you were just looking directly I know, at me. Because you were My looking directly at me. My answer is going to be absolutely fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fuck no. Why not? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to look like the biggest blanket that you've ever taken out of a dryer. <laughs> <laughs> That's just crumpled up into a ball and has all folds hanging all over every other fold. Jesus. <laughs> But I'm going to tell you this right now. You wrap yourself up in my skin. You're going to be very toasty. (laughs) That was just a vivid description. I love that. I I, like can't even picture myself. I have a hyper specific image of what I'm going to look like at 83 years old. Oh, I don't. And it is a giant comforter blanket folded in on itself. Well, you just gotta get the best moo to make it like a new like duvet cover, you nah, know? Nah, dude, we're, we're fucking wearing the fucking fishnets and everything. Oh I'm gonna look like a fucking wrapped ham. <laughs> Sorry for the swears. Are we allowed to swear? Well, yes. We already established that. Yes. Okay. You were allowed to swear. <laughs> I want to look like a, a, a ham hawk that you bought from the deli <laughs> with they all do, of my folds they do held in, in the place by When you buy netting. them, they do kind of come in those nets. Yeah. Yeah. around the... I want to be in a butterball blue fishnet yeah. outfit. Butterball. <laughs> Not really. I don't think so. I think I'm going to be probably a little bit hunched over. And probably uh, <laughs> I don't know, mm-hmm. like not really put together. I don't. I don't think I'm going to be a gilf. Maybe. I think I might hit like a good like like 50s region where someone's like, you know what? 
She doesn't look too bad, but then it's gonna like reach the point where like every academic starts to just wear like like Velcro, like Birkenstocks or some shit. And like they just look terrible. And they're like, I only care about the life of the mind. My physical form no longer exists. And I'm just gonna forget about it and it's not even gonna come to they're mind look anymore. At you good. That lady has spent a lot of time in the library. Yeah. <laughs> but what if that makes you a gilf? Depends on who's who's looking at it. That's true. Yeah. Well then be like wow i bet she knows so much (laughs) damn she wise (laughs) damn i bet she got an adage or two (laughs) can you imagine the folds on that brain exactly my brain will be very lucky wait till i get to my body and your brain will look very similar (laughs) just wait till i get to that appendix oh my gosh Dios mio. <laughs> I didn't expect this. I really didn't. I should have known better. I know you guys all personally. Uh, <laughs> well, I want to hear your Well, mom, too, but like, I got to hear your answer. Yeah. See, this is going back to your extremely hot take about you like getting tan. Okay, yeah. <laughs> because my skin has never touched the surface of the sun more than like maybe three times. <laughs> I'm glad your skin hasn't touched the surface of the sun. I mean, because that would be a horrible thing. You would already be dead. You would be mm. melted. Well, the, let me. Or the sun fried. hasn't touched the surface of your skin. Yes. Or, well, I guess yeah. I don't yeah. 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 So No, I you. meant the, tu- the, well, the, the touch. The skin hasn't touched the, the surface of my skin. The, the, the gaseous, gaseous like ball itself. <laughs> the sun. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Is the sun touching you or the rays touching you? No, it's Hannah. <laughs> I'm defining this to you as a scientist. Define the sun touching you. <laughs> I am going to explain this to you as if I'm your colleague. Thank you. <laughs> it's the fucking waves, Hannah. <laughs> Yeah, that's honestly right. Because because the air molecules uh-huh. they get heated up uh-huh. and heat you know, does the science thing yeah. <laughs> and you know, a heat, heat wave. Mm-hmm, yeah, heat transfers in waves. And, and the light technically we're the UV light. Yes. UV light. Sorry. But because they're heat waves, it's not the sun itself touching you. The Good, sun yeah. itself is it's a it's a star. Mm-hmm. You're not physically touching the star mm-hmm. and the star is not physically touching you. Yeah. So I was, therefore I was, Yeah. Yeah. I know you were being silly. I was being pedantic. Yeah. And then <laughs> I just up, I pulled a you <laughs> and I gave you my fucking nerd explanation on Thank that. You. And Appreciate now my it. brain is relaxed. Now it's, it's monkey time. <laughs> so you think you're going to be a gilf because you have nice skin? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if I if I keep this no sun kind of shit going on, taking my vitamins, which I don't. Um, you should. I, I won't wrinkle as bad. That's probably not true. No you one fact checked me. But because <gasps> I... <laughs> I don't know. My my skin is like plump and young. Yes, plump yes. and young. Yes, yeah, that's about Dewey it. Dewy young skin. <laughs> yeah, that's my uh, defense. Sure. I think I'd also be a pretty fucking funny old guy. 
I'm not gonna lie. You're a funny Was that a hot young take? man too, so I think you're right. I'm, I'm imagining you with like funny a funny young man. Oh, thank you. A cap on, like some kind of like newspaper type cap, and like some like uh, plaid pants or something. Yes. <laughs> you gotta have the hard red. candies for the I little was ones. Like the blue and green kind of plaid. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. And dungarees, I definitely see like plaid. a sweater, like vest. really loose dungarees that you keep tight with a belt around your waist. <laughs> Because you don't want to spend money on new pants and you've had them <clears throat> since you were maybe a little chunkier. And now you're in your old age, you're losing weight, but you don't want to buy new pants. So you just <laughs> yep. you tighten, tighten that, that belt. belt. Okay. Hey. Get a get a paper bag waist. That's what they call in the fashion industry now, right? Yeah. Something it's like, like that. It's way too big to actually fit around you, but you like cinch mm-hmm. it. Cinch it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But like the big, like wide leg look. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't pull that off. My legs are too short. <laughs> Yo, me too. Yeah, it's sad. I just, well, I don't, I don't, I don't, that look doesn't speak to me. So I, I but I know what you're talking about. I'm I just don't like, think I'm that just like, look why? would speak to anybody. I know. Right? I know somebody that it spoke to. Well. What? <laughs> <laughs> you can cut this out, Ben. She's passed away now. Oh, God. Oh, oh, damn. My best friend. Oh no. Oh. But that look could speak to a lot of people. I feel like that's a good look. That's true. <laughs> it's all about the wide legs now. The skinny jeans are over, apparently. Mm, that's what I've heard. Not for me. I still wear them. All jeans on me are skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> what are we all looking at me for? Because you're doing the eyebrow thing. Oh, because mom was like. Looking at me, and I'm like, what are you looking at me for? Can I go to what the am I supposed really to do? Yeah. That's a place to start. And I said, hey, hey, what a wonderful kind of day. Hey, we can learn to work and play. Yeah. We get along with each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I just recorded all of that, right? <laughs> Did you? Please send it to Marie. I will. Be like- all right. Anyways, back to the original point. Um, read me the question again, please. What invention do you think has had the greatest impact on society? The wheel. Like, I think the wheel has just like, it's not just the wheel, you know, like, Stop laughing at me. It's round. My sister has a glow stick and she's moving it around like a wheel, making fun of my comment. Bracelet. No, I'm just I'm just adding visuals to your commentary right now for those who are present. <laughs> I see. But you know, the wheel and its motion like have definitely led to like other things like gears. Mm-hmm. You had to start with the wheel first, buddy. Like, that's where gears come from. Gears are circles, and circles yeah. are wheels. Or like the windmill, it seems like, too, right? Mm-hmm. It has to move with a wheel. So. Wagon wheel. Yeah. and Agriculture revolutionized by the wheel. I think, yeah, I see what you're yeah. saying. The wheels. Like, wheels also apply to vehicles. So, like, you know, gotta get me some wheels. Like... How is the wheel transported into a car? Because it has wheels. Like (laughs) you need the wheels. 
I know you're saying wheels, but it, it sounds, sounds like different. you're saying wheels like a funny way to say whales. <laughs> whales. <laughs> <laughs> I wish whales had that much importance because <laughs> they're cool. Whales have that much importance to me. Good, good. They're good creatures. They are good creatures. The wheel is good That's- though. Yes. It's a good it's a good answer. It's I think that's moving true. Moving us forward. Yeah. Again, like the wheel has progressed past the point of where it's even like a like a physical thing. Like with the statement that my mom just said there, it's like I don't know. It's moving us forward. Well it's yeah, like it's moving been, us like, forward. Wheels. Yeah. <laughs> Gave us a new way to think about how we can move things forward in general, right? Mm-hmm. It's more than just like, oh, I can move this wagon. It's an idea. It's a concept. Getting your yes. gears turning. Wheeze. Wheels. <laughs> Wheeze. You know, I bet the Nintendo Wii has some wheels inside of it somewhere. Yes, because it... Can you imagine if you couldn't play freaking Wii bowling? Because wheels haven't been invented yet. Can you imagine That's if you couldn't play bowling possible. because wheels haven't been invented invented yet? I couldn't be given false security about my skills at bowling by the Wii. <laughs> and I would have to just go to the bowling alley and realize I truly do suck at bowling. But thinking about the wheel again, bowling. Bowling like, balls would be square. It wouldn't roll. Well, Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Next point. We're done. We're done talking about the fucking wheel. (laughs) One last thing. Sure. There's this one like microwavable mac and cheese. (laughs) It's like the wagon wheel shapes. And I used to love those as a kid. Yes, because it captured all the cheese cheese and the the little triangles within the circle. There's something about like if you like either I don't know if it was like too short or too long in the microwave, but like (laughs) some of the pasta pieces became a little little, crunchy. Yes, I liked it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I have to confess, I like the crunchy wagon wheel. <laughs> the crunchy wagon wheel. Wagon All right. Cheese. Anyway, that was. I just started thinking about those. <laughs> now I have a hankering for them, and I just had to <laughs> put it out there. I don't even know. Glad you, they're like it was like Marie Callender or something. Yeah, like cakes. I don't yes. know, but I think it was the same. Yeah, she had those microwavable. Yeah, meals. she's great. The green, the green Marie Callender, yeah. <laughs> greatest. That's the greatest impact to society. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Marie Callender wagon wheel microwavable magazine. <laughs> so you're taking. You're taking back writing. <laughs> You're taking back your answer of writing as the greatest in- yeah. invention and yeah. replacing it with Marie, Marie Callender's, Callender's wagon, wagon wheel pasta noodles. Mm-hmm. Yep, the microwaveable mac and cheese. That's a, that's okay. a great that's completely valid. Very good. It's good. It's good stuff. See what anyway, you, you think is the... the... Back to the original point Mom? like Hannah was trying to direct oh us to. <laughs> Failed. The I know. Invention... Sorry. <laughs> That has had the greatest impact on society. Religion. Oh, that's a doozy. Yeah, yeah. I'm just say it's interesting to associate religion with an invention, but was, I do agree it was invented. It was invented. So, but that has that has some like implications <laughs> well, let's, for let's, people who are religious. <laughs> let's let's yeah. elaborate. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, what aspect is really well, pointing out to you? somebody had to come up with the idea of religion to talk about it and to create the religion and the implications that uh, came along and the repercussions and 
so on uh, have greatly impacted society. Yeah. For, in many ways. Um, I, that that that's a whole another podcast, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, I think because I'm holding back from my response that has nothing to do with why you think it's a an great invention? invention, but why you think it's why I think it's interesting that you even couldn't consider that an invention because it's define it invention. Well, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not just that because so some religious people would say the idea of God was put into our minds by God to so let us know. A, that so we are invention. part of his creation or something like that. Or, right. So to at least engage so, on their terms, I think it's interesting to consider, like, does that even... Would you be speaking on the same terms if you, like, considered it an invention or not? Like, are you considering it, like, different ideas to begin well, with, you know? I think it's... But no, it, because religion is a construct. Religion is... That is an invention because the, the construct is of a manifestation of things that are man-made that but that we're doing like practices and, you know, prayers and repetitions and, you know, building synagogues and doing things like that. All of those things are, that's an invention of something. So like organized but, right. Because, um, because religion became law, religion mm -hmm. like shaped whether people had families or not. Like, religion shaped the population like it's done many man-made things it's not the inception of god that's a spirituality thing yeah like, so the, like you're distinguishing like i'm just, organized religion and like the concept of like religiosity or anything like yeah. that yeah spirituality is different than religion i think religion which is a religious mm -hmm. practice or sure, religion yeah. that is uh an invention of man yeah, it, like it, it truly is a, an invention of man. It is not an institution. Yeah, yeah, sure. Institution. Yeah, the institution of religion. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. So. Right. My f answer wasn't fun, but there, there it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is, is an fun. answer. <laughs> okay, it's very fun. Now it's your turn. Now you. Oh shoot! Now I have to ask a question. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't prepare a question because I didn't even think about that. So I'm just going to pull one from the hat. Sure. Oh, this is good. I like this. What is the weirdest thing you believed in as a child? Or I want to also reduce that to just like, what's the weirdest thing that you believed as a child? I feel like believed in implies like oh, some yeah. like you thought this thing for a long time. But even if it was just like some fleeting misunderstanding about the world, I really want to yeah. hear about that. Because I feel like I had some weird ideas as a kid that like don't even fully make sense to me now. And they're just mm -hmm. there's some fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. In that realm. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Whoever wants to go first, whoever an idea comes to mind to first. So when I was very small and I learned about the concept of blinking. Oh no. I was convinced that before I learned about blinking, I never blinked once. <laughs> and I was dead set. <laughs> on that being the truth and that it had been planted in my mind through learning about it and now it was something i could no longer resist and it upset me a lot the forbidden knowledge the forbidden knowledge <laughs> oh that's good that's good yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> True that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goody, 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 goody. I need to think more about this one, I you think. Need to think on this one? Yeah. This do is you, not something I believed something? in. This is just the first thing that comes to mind. I remember one time my dad was like, I think I was just like pestering him, asking him a bunch of questions. And for some reason, this has stuck with me. And like, I never, <laughs> I don't know how long I believed it, but I remember being like, well, this is from a parent. Therefore, it's some kind of authoritative source. And I just like believed that it was true to some capacity for a while until I questioned it and was like, I don't know if he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> but I, he said that like God made people from clay or something like that. <laughs> and I imagine this like, I don't know, like weird, like, like Potter God, like creating <laughs> humans. I don't know. It's really strange, but like also like modeling clay and like was, there's that one show in Adult Swim, Moral Oral. I was like imagining people like kind of mm, like that, mm, like, being made like mm, that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like imagining like that's God's like <laughs> realm is like constructing us in that way. And that's 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 not true. You were already a philosopher from the start. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe I, no. I I I've said I have always said that about you actually that you. You are like, because you were the person you were, when we started having this, we had this conversation. I remember we were uh, living at Quantico and I would, you know, as often many times when there's a event in the sky, I would take you guys out, would take a blanket out. You and I've done that many times. Um, and just watch the stars or, you know, uh, meteor showers. Right. Yeah. And you were probably about, I don't know, six years old and started really talking to me about the vastness of the universe, like in the stars. And it hit me in that moment. This is the person I can talk to about all the stuff I've been trying to talk to all my life that everybody else says, oh, Heather, you're so weird. Or I don't want to think about this. Or, you know, I would always get shut down. And I was like, wow, <laughs> like I... I had to give birth to somebody that I could talk to about these crazy thoughts, but I did. And anything that I would pose to you from that point on, you were always willing to, you know, uh, go down whatever rabbit hole I wanted to go oh, down. Yeah. And then you entertained any question I ever had, whereas like I would be put off by everybody else. Yeah, I will say for anyone who can not have like a child fill that role for them or something, <laughs> but you have that desire... Find someone who's a philosopher who's not too important and too obsessed with their own research. And they will love to talk to you about whatever strange rabbit hole you want to go down yeah. anytime. Because yeah. that's, that's an important thing for people to be able to pursue. It's like, yeah. ask questions. Because, like, it, and not everybody will entertain you like that. No, I, mean, no. I, I spent a lifetime trying to find someone who would just do that with me. And it ended up being my own kid. And well, was, I'm glad it because was, it's it's a, a drive that I think people typically have that gets like squashed out of them yeah. as they get older. So. I had to just stifle it for so long because nobody would play along. You know? Yeah. So it was nice to have somebody go, yeah, let's think about this until it freaks us out. Yes. <laughs> until you're like, there is no answer. And that's just how it is. Let's, let's think it. Think about it until we can't figure it out anymore. And then we get freaked out. And you would go that far with me. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing you believed in as a child? Well, I'm actually, I'm going to go back to what you guys are talking about. Like things that yes. like, you know, you have to stop thinking about, like you have to stop thinking about, like, cause you can't progress with thought further. Ooh, Kant was, loves what you just said. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> but I was thinking like, this is 
not your question at all, and I apologize. No. But, like, the thing that I think about that I have to stop thinking about is, like, where do we go when we die? Like, yeah, that is one question. Does it make that you – do you get a physical reaction whenever that happens? I get anxiety. Yeah. Because wow. Because says <laughs> it is the peculiar fate of human reason that it asks questions of itself, which it cannot answer. <laughs> Maybe. So that's, that's, you know. That's your peculiar And then fate. it goes further from there about why we do that, but I'm not going to get into all that. I'm just saying, yeah, you're asking questions that you can't answer, and that's like a fundamental human drive, I think. Yeah. So now what was the original question? Weird thing you believed in as a child or believed as a child. I Honestly... It's still coming to a blank, really. Okay. I like your alternative I answer, do. though. Yeah. I, Thank you for I giving think, something. Yeah. I think maybe that suffices instead of well, the answer to that question. Because I, like I like what you brought yeah. up instead. Yeah. That was better. But or if I, something comes up whenever someone else talks, like, right. bring it up. And that's kind of <laughs> the point of this, too. That's also what I wanted with this podcast was that it sparks other conversations. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of the point of it. So well, that works. I I have an answer. Okay. <laughs> of course, it's not going to be a fun answer. Wah, wah. Shut up. It's fine. But I guess, like, one of the weirdest things I believed in was that everybody was happy. Like, Ooh. I really uh. thought, as a kid, I really believed that everyone was just always so happy to be around. And everybody was always so happy to just exist. And, you know... I and you grew a, up to realize that people <laughs> were miserable, mostly? Everybody's yeah, miserable. Miserable is not necessarily the, the only other option if not everyone's <laughs> happy. <laughs> I think sometimes people are just, like, dynamic. Like, back in my like, it's not that serious. Thing, it's, not like, it's not, like, miserable or happy. Like, it's, like, so much more, like, shades of gray than that for life. I don't know. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's my, like, optimistic, pragmatist look out, like outlook on this is, like, you know, just... Magnus, don't make your sister feel like everything is horrible. <laughs> no, that's never my intention. She can't, we can't. We can't go down. People that is a spectrum. No, People you can if you want to say everything's horrible, you can. But I'm just gonna disagree with you because I've been down that hole before in my life, and I found it's just not true. Like, I, see, I didn't even say anything. She's already coming back at me. No, I'm going back at what mom said that she said you were implying. <laughs> Here we go. Nerd. <laughs> Anywho. Yes. What's the weirdest thing you believed in as a child? <laughs> My mom just gave, like, the biggest, like, unsure, wide-eyed like, look to Rowan. The weirdest thing I believed in as a child. That's that's tough. But there there is one thing that comes to m- mind that um i don't know that it's weird but okay we lived in a house um in morgantown west virginia and there was this hill that we um that the community was built upon and at the top of the hill there was this um radio tower and there was uh, there were dumpsters also around the radio tower. And one time, there was a mannequin 
in the dumpster. And when we were driving by in my dad's truck, my brothers were trying to tell me that it was a body that was in the dumpster. Oh. And and I believed them. And it was so funny because like part of me kind of thought that they were lying to me. But the other part of me was like really believed that there was a body in there and I was terrified of it for a long time. And so it took me like, I, I forget like how long I, I can't, I don't remember, but it took me a long time to build up the courage to ride my bike up there <laughs> to go see what was in the dumpsters to see if there actually was a body in Ooh. there because I had to dispel this myth because I had this crazy fear based on what they said. And I, cause I wasn't sure I was like, was it a mannequin or was it really a body? And I freaked myself out so hard about it that I, um, I was like terrified of that place. And it was just this crazy thing that it that had this big buildup for me. And like, I spent all this time worrying, <laughs> thinking, <laughs> stressing, and it was nothing. And it was really just a mannequin and the trash bin it's giving maholland drive vibes nice <laughs> let's go <laughs> so yeah that that was that was a strange thing that i was hung up on as a kid that i mean it's not maybe exactly that question but that's something it made me think of <laughs> i think that fits <laughs> i have one more weird thing that i believed in as a child yes every time i would eat cocoa puffs i got it in my head that whoever poured me the bowl didn't realize that they poured my grandma's dog kibble into the milk. <laughs> and I just convinced myself that it tasted like chocolate. <laughs> and then I couldn't eat any more as soon as I thought of it because I got it in my head that it was dog kibble and I was going to taste it. So I could. So you're sort of thinking it was dog kibble instead of. Yeah. Yes. And it was like a recurring thing because for me. Round, round. Yeah. It looks like it. It yeah. does. It has those little indentations like the crunchy dog food uh -huh. did back then. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Almost every time you I totally ate a bowl of cereal. You totally jacked your taste buds. <laughs> you hijacked your taste buds and ruined an experience uh -huh. for yourself. Uh -huh. <laughs> wow. I have one, mere, one more weird one I just thought of. Yes. Um, Please. That was Because I was trying to think of what's something that I actually believed that was just incorrect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, not founded in reality at all, but just misinterpretations as a child. And one that stuck with me for a while is I thought if you had sex once, you could always have the chance of getting pregnant forever after that. And that's why people were so focused on virginity. Mm. It's because I thought that at one time <laughs> meant that, like, forever it was possible. And you were just, like, waiting for it to happen. And then I realized that's not how it works. But for a long time as a kid, I was like, that's why you don't. That's a valid thing to think yeah. before you go through education yeah. of that nature. <laughs> yeah. American, and, and average American L. Average American <laughs> Average Southern American L. Not knowing how anatomy works. That's yeah. mm, pretty Northern too, actually. Oh, You'd be no. surprised. But wow. Like, what a thing to think, though. To go that far and think that. You know, was the, like, that was the rationalization yeah, that came yeah. to mind. To rationalize it that way and be like, well, it could be in there and then just spontaneously. Well, because people are always like, oh, I accidentally got pregnant or I didn't know. And it's like, now I'm like, how did you not know that you were going to get pregnant? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> you should know. <laughs> you are like the, I, I don't know. You so like, as a kid, I was just like, everyone's like uh, acting as if it's this like passive like thing that happens to you. So, like an like, STD. Mm -hmm. It's like 
an STD. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like is like given to, but I mean like similarly sometimes. like times. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was like just confused. I mean like uh, it's not very like openly talked about in mm-hmm. the U.S. Maybe or just like as as a child. I mean like maybe it's not totally appropriate to know like entirely yet either. Yeah, the, it so it's just like was... trying to make sense of the world without knowing it yet. That was one thing that yeah. was like once I was like ah. Oh, this makes sense. I was like, okay, <laughs> that I was wrong. And I had a weird belief for a long time. That's one that comes to mind. So Hannah. Yeah. Where are we going? Nowhere. Nowhere. Ooh. Yeah. I think that makes sense because really, are we getting anywhere? Where are we going? We're it's not about the destination, nowhere. it's the journey, baby. Yeah. It's about the friends you make along the way. <laughs> I'm fond of moss. Moss? I'll be a still stone. Yeah. Moss oh. is amazing. I love a good mossy yeah. rock. That's what good. I'm saying. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Or like sloths grow like algae on their backs because they're so slow. Like they don't go anywhere. Aww. And they get some nice little algae on their back. That's, I don't know. Oh my God. It's like, like hair extensions mm-hmm. for sloths. <laughs> I got in elementary school, I got to touch a sloth. It was like, I, it was like how people have those like fangirl moments with concerts where they're like, I'm never going to touch this hand again. Like, that's how I felt about that sloth hand. <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm like, never gonna man. wash this hand again. <laughs> that was so I touched cool. a sloth. <laughs> Mind you, I was in like second grade. <laughs> That's probably why. <laughs> uh, moss is good. We're going nowhere. Yeah, we're going nowhere. nowhere. I'm a sloth on a mossy rock, <laughs> chilling. I don't know. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> You know where you are. <laughs> You're in the jungle, baby. You're gonna die. <laughs> the jungle. Welcome <laughs> to the jungle. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks, guys. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad we got to do this. You finally got the the podcast experience. I did. It's nice to like speak and have that be the center of it rather than like being watched. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, because yeah. it's different from you and the YouTube channel. Yeah, exactly. Because That's what I mean, here you're just Talking. a voice. And while we're on that topic, you can watch Hannah on yeah. her uh, YouTube channel where she's featured, which That's is me. Run to the Movies. Yep. Run to the movies if you want to run and watch us watch movies. If you want to see someone's facial expressions when they watch something, you can watch my facial expressions as I'm watching something. <laughs> That's honestly my favorite thing to do. So yeah, well, some I, people love it. I didn't understand the the market for it initially, but now I see it's like a you know some people who I've seen comments from people who are like, oh, like. I don't have any grandchildren. This movie was like really cool for me. And Aww. seeing like young people react to like this movie is like it's like as if I could show it to someone Wait. in my own life. Wait. And so Wow. Yeah. Or like people who have said they have like depression and like they want to have social interaction, but that's like hard. Yeah. Sometimes they can like have this like parasocial thing online. So I didn't even think of it like that. Yeah, I didn't really understand until I started reading comments from people. So mm-hmm. it's been nice knowing you kind of feel this wood that I didn't even really know like existed. There was this whole community. So. Well, I have a couple of coworkers, and they are, um, they they like to watch 
the reaction videos and they watch your videos as well Aww. and they love it. And and it's the same thing. They, they feel like they're part of what, you know, watching the response and, and seeing, and they love to see the reaction because they remembered their reaction from when it happened. And, um, it was, it, so it like kind of brings them back too. And that's what I've heard from that as well, that mm-hmm. they really get enjoyment out of it. Um, because it, it takes you back to when you remember watching it for the first time and stuff like that. So um, that helped me understand why the reaction videos are also uh, very entertaining yeah. and, and people get a lot of, you know, like a good goodness from them. Sure. Like it's similar to how, you know, maybe there's a movie you really like and you want to show it to somebody. And you want to share it with them. Yeah. yeah. And you want to watch it with them. And then you're like, you want to see how they on respond. their ass. If they're like on their phone or something. And you're like, watch it, watch, watch, watch the movie. Watch <laughs> you it know, and, I want you to yeah. see it. Uh, I mean, I like, to tell me kind of about drive. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So exactly. So yeah, it's, it's definitely yeah. that. And even one of, and somebody, one of my coworkers was saying that they wish that you would also, um, Oh, to the music, Listen right? to music, yeah. So she we said actually that- just released uh, one thing. So we're like, I don't know, the mm, the main people involved in it are into like metal a lot and um, we're run to the movies. So there's also like an Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden poster in the background uh, of our set for our videos. And someone was like, oh, you should make your intro song Run to the Hills by Iron Maiden. Um, and then we recently recorded one of the people in our team, Tori, reacting to iron maiden listening to it for the first time um and posted that on our patreon but they're considering doing more of that kind of stuff as well like for music reactions because there's actually like not much of a market for that there's some of it there's more for like movie and show reactions yeah um but for that kind of stuff yeah we're we're starting to branch out into that as well yeah that that's sounds like something people are interested in seeing you should have um people react to the dark side of the moon Oh yeah, see I should see if anyone is like not aware of Pink Floyd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I could imagine like one of the people on the team, maybe not. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I just feel a like that album guest. is like a classic. It's hard to mm-hmm. But that's the thing, that's how it is with movies too. People like hear like you haven't seen this, you haven't seen that, and people are like, Do you live on the You haven't rock? seen the Star mm-hmm. War? Yeah. <laughs> You've never watched a single Star War. <laughs> I've seen all nine of them. Prequels and are all the Disney spinoffs. Yeah, the prequels are better, by the way. Sorry, guys. I'm going to get flamed. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it's okay. Three is fine. I'm fine with three. Three. Oh. Episode three. Um, oh, of that's... the prequels. Yes. Where he like finally becomes his like Darth Vader type self, like full transition. Mm-hmm. Anakin's like, he was screaming, the chosen one. I hate you. Mm-hmm. And he's like on the ground, like writhing. And he's like, like, he's all like singed off on that planet. Yeah, that was pretty wild. That was actually Spoiler really Spoiler alert. I Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just you kidding. had like 30 years to watch this movie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not like I'm ever going to watch it. <laughs> well, that one's pretty good. I like that one. Yeah, anyway. I completely agree. <laughs> but I also love episode four. Episode four is really good. That one, it's... I don't know. Luke is such a piece of shit in that movie, and I love it. Not <laughs> even in, like, a good way. He's just annoying as fuck. He's very annoying. Yeah, but... <laughs> I live vicariously through him. That's Because fair. of that. Because you want to be that asshole. 
Yeah. I but hate I can't. Sand. I'm better than that. I'm yeah. better than that. And I know that I'm better than that. But Luke but, does not know that he's better than that. And so it's like, yeah. I can, That's where I can, we're different. Okay. Hmm. I'm more force leaning than fighting leaning, you know? Yeah. Because the difference in the lightsabers, Hannah, I don't know if you knew this, but. There's a difference. You know how like the, the, the good guys have like the blue and the green lightsabers? And the Sith have the red. Yeah. yeah. So the the blue and green, they mean different things. Mm. The blue lightsabers are for people who are more oriented within the force and like complete mindfulness practice and shit like that. But good guys with the green lightsabers are like they'll fuck you up. They don't give a shit about the force oh, sometimes. Oh, they're more lawless. Yeah, so hmm. that's like, why Luke... Wait, isn't Yoda green? Mm-hmm. Wow, Which is what a little badass. I love <laughs> He's all like, oh, you must, you know, use the force. Yeah. But then you see that man jump around. It's like... Yeah, it's like, I see why. I get it. <laughs> yeah. You're, but that's you're why Luke crazy. Is, has a green lightsaber, because he's not oh, so wow. focused okay. within the force. That's, I didn't know that. Thank you. Wait, I've, I think I've seen a purple, too. What's that? Yeah, that's just because he's Mace Window. <laughs> wait huh? no that's it Mace Window uh, that's cause it's a fuck what's his name Hannah what's his name who <laughs> purple lightsaber what's I his name I can't remember <laughs> well I know the character's name but I just forget the actor's name he was in um, Pulp Fiction Samuel L. Jackson yeah thank you sorry it was tip of my tongue mm-hmm. it's because he's Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> wait he's the only purple lightsaber Yes. I was no. thinking maybe there was more. No. Jeez, that's weird. I mean, that's cool. They think it's right by voice to do a little crying. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird. That's cool, I guess, though. At yeah. the same time, purple's a cool color. Yeah. I like that. If you had a lightsaber, what color would it be? Hmm. Probably green. Mm-hmm. What about you, Rowan? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Just whatever color you want. Oh, wait. Not even, like, adhering to the rules? Yellow. Well, I mean, you can yeah. adhere to the rules if you want. I could see that with rules applied as well. <laughs> wow. Shut up. What does Shut that mean? Up. No, <laughs> it's it's not bad, I it's promise. It's more intuitive than it is uh, yeah. programmatic. <laughs> no, naturally. I promise you. That's not a bad thing. Okay. It makes a lot of sense. Thank you. So, Hannah, green with rules applied, but what about with rules not applied? With rules not applied, I feel like a nice light purple, like a... Like, like just a for, lilac? for the aesthetic. Yeah, like a I lilac see. for like the those aesthetic. stripper heels that I was thinking yeah, exactly. of for the yeah. reverse mermaid. A nice, like, powdery light purple. Yeah, it's like, I like yeah, that. Like, like this almost. Very nice. <laughs> Mom, what about you? Hot pink. Yeah. Okay. There. I just want a red one. <laughs> I'm not yeah. evil like that. And no, I'd Darth never have Maul a red over one. there. What is <laughs> Dark Maul. <laughs> Dark Maul. <laughs> No, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Darth Maul is pretty fucking cool, though. He is cool. He kicks ass on uh, uh, what that game? Sorry, <laughs> Battlefront. Yeah, <laughs> Kenobi. Yeah, I don't know. I think you just kick ass at every character on that game, and I'm just oh, bad at thanks. it. <laughs> You're so nice. <laughs> I'm a Jedi, like my father. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> He says that all the I time. Know. It's annoying. I'm a Jedi. Like, like my, my father. father. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Luke, shush. Shut the fuck up, Luke. See, that's what I mean. Yeah, he can be it. that guy. I cannot be that guy. Mm-mm. That's fair. I that's would fair. not be that guy. 
I just align more of like Yoda where it's like he looks like really serious. Like like that's what I want to look like when I'm a gilf. You were talking about that earlier. <laughs> like I want to be like Yoda where it's, it's like coming full circle. <laughs> I imagine myself as Yoda as an and old he's lady. He's kind of got the folds going on too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But like the animatronic Yoda, he's not the CGI fold, Yoda. Folded throw. <laughs> I want my blinking to be really uncanny and like scare people. <laughs> like frog blinking. Yeah, almost. Exactly. Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and we got so sidetracked. But where are we going? Nowhere. nowhere. We're going nowhere. 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 Just like what just happened here. We went nowhere. Nowhere at all. We're still sitting. At the round table. Who, to the okay. round table. One more question. Since we're a round table, who do you think here would be able to wield the sword? You. To really? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Guys, stop it. That's so much responsibility. <laughs> I don't really know, guys. Oh shucks. <laughs> Fuck yes, just... it's me. <laughs> Fuck yes, it's me. I got fucking Excalibur over here. Of course it's me. Excalibur. Excalibur. If you want to check out our Excalibur reaction on Run to the Movies, <laughs> go to youtube.com slash run to the movies. Not even kidding. That's one of our recent uploads. It's the reaction to Excalibur. Ooh. Check it out. It's a pretty fun movie. Yeah, I saw that post I love on some Instagram. high fantasy. Like, this is not high fantasy. Whatever. It's, People it's are always like, oh, you said it's hard sci-fi. It's not actually hard sci-fi. I'm like, right. Um, shut up. Actually. <laughs> actually. Live a little. Goodness. <laughs> Just watch it. <laughs> I'm not here to come up with the genres or be good at all that stuff. I'm just here to say it was fun to watch it and it's fun to watch people watch stuff, I guess. I don't right. know. Hannah, you're like Merlin. Really? Yeah. Merlin. Yeah, because like, I don't know, you're a fucking nerd or whatever. And like, I'm too like, rah, rah, to really be thinking about like, you know, books and how to spell and stuff like that. <laughs> how to spell? <laughs> oh I could gosh. be Merlin. You could be Merlin and be like, no, Arthur. That's not how you spell cup. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Make me my potions. We're wow. going to battle. It's like, like okay. Okay. <laughs> We're so sidetracked. Yeah, again. We went nowhere. Nowhere again. Cool. He's a we real went nowhere. Nowhere, nowhere man. <laughs> Sitting in his nowhere land. land. Making all his nowhere <laughs> plans for nobody. Nowhere man. You have to do that. Please da, da, listen. Da, 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 nowhere man. Domes. Nowhere man. The world is at your command. Doesn't have a single. Okay, enough. That's it. Sitting in his nowhere land, making all his nowhere plans for nobody. Doesn't have a point of view, knows not where he's going to. Isn't he a bit like you? Nowhere, man. The world is at your command. 
Thank you so much for listening. But wait, we can't go before we acknowledge the very, very generous talents of some really talented individuals, namely, first off, Gentlemanly Jake. We want to thank you for working on our sound production and hardware configuration and getting us up and running. And Rowan? <laughs> Mixmaster Ben at the ready with our music, sound design, and editing, and all those podcast productions. We really couldn't have done it without you guys. Like, no, like, really. No. We really couldn't have. No. No. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Well, yeah, I told Jake, I look at all the cords and my brain melted, so. Oh, yeah. Thanks for being here. I can't even untangle a necklace without <laughs> losing my mind. <laughs> yeah. Thank so. you to our, thank you to you, too, our listeners. This is amazing. The, the support is helpful. Even just listening. Yeah. It's helpful to all of us. And the feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're glad you guys are enjoying it. Hope we'll be bringing some more as soon as we can. I hope so too. <laughs> we treasure you. Yes. We were just hanging. I can't seem to hold on to. Dang. The people that know me best. The key that I won't forget. Too soon. I can't keep on losing.